According to Jono's mum. This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Monday afternoon, Edge Afternoon, Saks to Westpac. We can get Uber rides on Westpac. How are you guys doing? Oh, bloody good today. What a fantastic weekend. I feel alive. I feel like the wind is beneath my wings, ready to fly like an eagle. What did you do on the weekend that made you feel yeah. so alive? Oh, but a myth. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I just mowed the lawns. <laughs> Nothing that exciting. You, obviously, something's changed about you because today's the first time I've ever seen you use a real cup and not a paper cup. You're caring about the environment for a change. No, they'd run out of paper cups. <laughs> oh, so I had to use a real cup. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Last week, uh, we talked about something on the radio. It was actor Mark Wahlberg's insane schedule, which involves him getting up super early in the morning and going to bed super early at night. Have a listen to this. This was last week. Actor Mark Wahlberg, he has the most insane schedule and it's been released online and people just can't get their heads around it. He's getting up 2.30 in the morning. Then at 2.45 he has prayer time. Then he works out for pretty much two hours to quarter past five. He has a post-workout meal. Then he has a shower at six. Mm. I was thinking that we should try this for a day for a TV show next week. Don't you do it, Ben. I'm happy to do it. You're real into it. I'll do it. Can I just say that I love nothing more I feel like a Michael Jackson popcorn gif right now um, when you guys fight. It's just mm. the best. And I, everyone strap yourselves in because it's about to get real interesting. This is what I'd like to throw to the audience. Okay. Now, tomorrow... First of all, this is like when you involve your friends and you'll fight with your partner, yeah. and it's great. <laughs> tomorrow, 2.30 in the morning, there's been an invite sent out to begin filming <laughs> for this ludicrous schedule. Now, I clearly stated last week, I wanted no part in it. Mm. Didn't you were here, Sharon? I was here. You're not going to do 24 hours living like Mark Wahlberg. You don't want to do it. Ben was the keen one. I said, hey, not for me. I Getting up at 2.30 in the morning. But this is good content for the TV show. This is good. This will be a good segment. You know it. But it could be great content if you do it. Mm. Still, like, you're still getting I'll the still content. I'll still be there for moral support. It's just not with oh, your wacky right. friend. I'm just not going to be sitting in a shower for an hour and a half like Mark Wahlberg or bloody <laughs> working out for three hours. Okay. I'll be oh, there. Oh, so I'll you're going to come along for the ride, yeah. but you're not actually going to do any of the this things. This is what I want to throw to the audience, because this is going to obviously be on the radio tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Being, uh, we can't have two people disappearing from the radio show. I feel like just one of you has to do it. Yeah, that's oh, right. Don't, you know. don't pick sides with him. Don't okay. take sides with him. 0800 The Edge. Three calls to rule them all. Tomorrow, when uh, Mark Wahlberg's insane schedule begins, and yep. we're filming it for television, should it just be Ben doing it? He was the one who was keen to do it. Yeah, he does. you do like doing these fitness mm. things. Or should it be Jono and Ben, which is the name of the TV show? I'll still be there. <laughs> I'll be. I just won't be taking part in the ludicrous physical activity. Maybe it'd be good for you. Hey? What? Fat shaming? No. I just got fat shamed. No, I, I think just you did just fat shamed. I just got fat shamed. I heard him fat shamed. It was a mid-afternoon fat shame. I was oh, fat shamed. Twenty past three fat shamed. I just said maybe it'll be good for you. Well, okay, it sounds like someone's getting like a little bit carrot. sassy. Carrot will be good for you. No, it's phoning mum. <laughs> mum, Ben just fat shamed me on the radio. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Eddie's going to be angry about oh, that. He loved me too. I didn't finish yeah. okay. I just said maybe it'll be good for you. Let's go to the phones right now. 0800 The Edge. Three calls to rule them all. Should Ben be the only one to do Mark Wahlberg's crazy schedule or should Jono have to do it with him? Let's find out what you think. Dakin, what do you think? Should it be just Ben or should it be Jono as well? Oh, oh Dakin's hung up. hung up. He's hung up. Hey, can someone bloody ring Someone's the radio show? Someone's texting saying, grow up here, Jono. Teamwork makes the dream work. Hey, that's, oh, that's that text saying. has come from Ben's phone. <laughs> <laughs> have come from Dreamwork. Hey, Hashtag Dreamwork, guys. Karen, what do you think? Um, both. No, Karen. Think both. both should do it, absolutely. Okay, okay. Oh, well, that's not very, very favourable for you, Jono. 
GC, oh, not GC, sorry. Ashley's on 0800 The Edge right now. Ashley, what do you reckon? We reckon we should just make Ben do it, eh, Ash? Yeah, Jono can stand there eating junk food and tease him. Thank yes. you, Ashley. Oh, Which okay. means Thank you. it's all going to come down to a deciding to call. One Three calls Is it going to be just Ben? Is oh. it going to be just Ben? Let's re- find out what Dakin thinks. Dakin, what do you reckon? That it should you. just be Ben, eh, Dakin? Just Ben, Dakin. Let's be honest, man. Like, Ben, you committed to this. You've got to go full through for, for with it, my friend. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Thank you, Jacobs. Love it. Love it. Hey, Tomorrow, well done. Ben lives a day, walks a mile in Mark Wahlberg's shoes. <laughs> Up at 2.30, oh. in bed by 7.30, dinner at 5.30. <laughs> Scheduled family time, scheduled work and, and <laughs> Look meetings. Look how happy you are now. Look at you. Oh, You've just what, got out of two be, workouts. Yeah, wouldn't you be happy about getting out of exercise and eating a weird diet? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Okay, hey, tomorrow. I've committed to it. I think it's a good idea. I'm going to do it. I can't wait to hear how high your voice is tomorrow. <laughs> if it's already this high, you haven't even started yet. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Joining us in the studio right now, um, apparently he's known as Gorgeous Mike he around the office. He is known as Gorgeous Mike. It's been a long time since Gorgeous Mike's been in the studio. Oh, hello, hello. Hey, looks like you've good been to doing, see you again, Shares. You like stole my nickname. <laughs> you know, it's not Mike. No, my Gorgeous. Oh. Gorgeous Jono was my name around here. Yeah, but yeah, we say that's it seriously that's the, that's the to him. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike, we've got you in here. Because he's gorgeous. Because you're gorgeous. <laughs> but, uh. You posted something great on social media about your father. Yeah, I didn't expect it to uh, be the talk of the town, but... Sorry, John, I was just going to take a phone call. Hello, gorgeous John here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I'll I'll ship some more of that gorgeousness off to you. How many orders? Two units? All right, on its way. There's a lot of commitment to a gag. (laughs) This is a great gag. Uh, So anyway, Mike, your dad, what's he doing? Yeah, um, I went around for dinner last night, just um, Sunday night family dinner, and um, opened the fridge to get a drink, and... Saw a weird thing in the fridge that doesn't normally live in the fridge. A stick of chewing gum. What? In the fridge? <laughs> yeah, next to the butter. Why does he have a stick of gum in the... Some airwaves. <laughs> why, first of all, why do old people all chew airwaves? Yeah. What's wrong with extra? Yeah. And second of clears all... The clogged, clears, clears the pipes. And second of all, why was it in the fridge, Mike? Well, I thought it was uh, maybe it would cool you down, you know, like get that cool breath, but... No, it was to keep the ants away from them. But you'd be, when you chewed the chewing gum, it'd be like chewing oh, little was, rocks, little pebbles. Unopen- yeah, yeah. It was unopened. There's food in the cupboard. There's no ants in the house. But apparently, <laughs> these ants want his earwaves. Well, you never know when they can pop up those ants. They're very, yeah. very did, conniving. No, did your dad have an ant problem or something? No. <laughs> he, just, he just decided that's I think maybe it's a passive-aggressive little dig. At what? Clean house. Tell mum keep the house clean. Oh, right. No, what is it? Do they have a pantry, though? Like, do they keep yeah, any... Yeah, no, there's food everywhere in the pantry. But the chewing gum in the fridge, this seems like something old so p- paranoid Ben yeah. over there would do. Yeah. Not even for me, this might be a step too far, guys. Where, where do you keep your Purell hand sanitizer? Do you keep that refrigerated? Yeah, always refrigerated. Some in the freezer, too. You take it out to thaw for the next day. Goodness sake. <laughs> yeah. That is so, so weird. Does it keep anything other, anything else in there that's weird? I shut the fridge and I left. I would too. I just just shut it. And I, left, I left it. And I was angry. I took it and I left it. No. <laughs> Have you kept anything weird in your fridge? Uh, just an ex-boyfriend. What? That deer cross me. Oh. I mean, well, you can blink when you talk, you know. Yeah. It's quite scary just staring me in the eyes. Where did those old co-hosts go? We, didn't, we don't know. Eh? Yeah. Have you guys seen Guy Williams lately? Maybe we're working with a CGI version of him. Mm, yeah. Maybe you are. Uh, should we throw it out there? Oh, under the edge, three, three, four, three. What have you kept in your fridge or freezer um, that probably would, would surprise people when they opened it up? Veggie might. What? 
Do you keep Vegemite in the fridge? Yeah. Why? Because that's where it goes. No, it Is doesn't. Is that weird? Yes. Oh, okay. So Vegemite goes in the pantry. Well, there you go. That's a perfect call. Yeah. Maybe you want something a little bit more exciting than Vegemite. Like yeah. a, a body part, maybe? Yeah. Or oh, there's like people that keep body parts in the, in the freezer. Yeah, if they if lose the limb. Yeah. yeah. I'd do that. Placentas, wedding cakes. Oh, wedding cakes just live there forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> My parents have still got their wedding cake in the freezer and they've been married for like... Almost 40 years. Well, they have been married for 40 years. Long time. Oh, this has been a really enjoyable recount of how long your parents have been married, Sharon. <laughs> but not an accurate recount. Not accurate. They're just kind of like ballpark. Ballpark oh, recount. Hey. Like, not, not hey. specifics. I wish you could take longer to figure yeah. it out. I mean... This way here while she works it out. If your phone topic is what's in your freezer... I bet and these going to be great This is the only crappy story I've got. All right, well, let's so try namaste it. to you. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the sort of calls we don't want. Let's see if we can do better than that. What is oh, under the edge, three, three, four, three on the text. We'll do that next. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the edge. Jono and Sharon are bickering about the phone call, the order of the calls we're taking. So this should be fun. He's yeah, trying well, to I'm tell s- me when I should take Naray's phone call. He that- said, "Keep it for the end." She's really good, and I said, well, "Don't tell me where to take Naray." So we'll find out if we're going to Naray first or last. But uh, what we wanted you to call about this afternoon is what are you keeping in your fridge or freezer after gorgeous Mike, who works in our web department, his dad keeps a uh, like a. Chewing gum, like six of chewing gum, the actual chewing gum in the fridge. Not already chewed, by the way. No. Just the actual packet unopened is in the fridge. I hope they also keep a, a vial of DNA of Mike's so oh, yeah. we can recreate their gorgeousness mm, in the future for years to come. Yeah, great idea. Well, should we go to Naray? Oh, we'll find out. Oh, what are you going to do, Sharon? We've got to talk. Lisa, what do you, what do you keep in the fridge, babes? Uh, in the freezer, I've got two toes. What? Toes? Yeah, toes. <laughs> toes. I've got toes. Toes. Whose toes? Whose toes are they? What's what? Uh. Whose are they? Are they your toes? Yeah, they're my toes. How did you lose my your toes? toes. How did you lose them? One of them. One of them. I stood on a prickle and it got infected. I'm a diabetic, so okay. you've got to look after your feet. Yeah, and it kind of went a bit rotty, and they had to, they decided to take it off. And the other one was from a blister, which went rotty and yucky on the inside, but you couldn't see it on the outside. But when you squeeze my toe, it would squash right to the bone. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you poor thing. So you did, what, you took them to the doctor or you do this yourself? Sorry? Did you whack them off yourself or what? Oh, no. <laughs> I went to the hospital and had them taken oh, right. off. Wow, wee. Someone's been watching Shameless with a chick chopped off her own toe, haven't you? Did she? Oh, really? Oh, no, I thought that's yeah. what you were talking about. No, no. It's, uh, it sounded like the type of call where you're like, yeah, I just went down to the back shed and got some pliers <laughs> and sorted it out myself. Well, Lisa, that is no. a pretty good start to the story. Should we go to Naray now? Go to Naray. No, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm going to go to Tara. Tara, welcome to the show. What is in your fridge or your freezer? Okay, so my husband keeps his paint roller and his paintbrush in the bottom shelf of the fridge. Tara. That's so weird. Why? I know, it is weird. When people open the fridge, they go, "Um, what is that even all about? Is he a painter? No. 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 He just does DIY. Why has he got a refrigerated roller? Yeah, why do they need to be cool? What's that? Why do they need to be in the fridge? Oh, because apparently it stops the paint going hard uh, and you don't need to rinse them, so you just leave it there until next time when you're uh, ready. Are you just like, like that? But it is weird. He's not a painter, so he's not painting regularly. Are no, you just like, can no. you keep your paintbrush out of the fridge in between painting jobs? Exactly, yeah. It's it's pretty weird. We can't live with them, can't live without them, can you, buddy? Oh, bloody blokes. Oh, Stacey's on 0800 The Edge. What's in your fridge or freezer, Stacey? Can you beat paint rollers or toes? 
No, but oh God, oh. no, not really. But okay, I well, had my placenta and I had my placenta in my freezer. Okay, you can be that. A lot of people do, but my story got really horrible because I was twenty, and someone came and robbed me. <gasps> they took all the meat out of my freezer. No, oh, no, 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 no. I was quite interesting heading to the police station and seeing someone stole my placenta. They would have cooked that up too. And this is the call that we've been waiting for. She's finally here. Nuray, welcome to the show. What is in your fridge or freezer? I did have a dead cat in my freezer. A dead cat? What? <laughs> yeah. Were you getting him stuffed or something? Uh, no. Why did you have a dead cat? This is a really good idea. Why did you have a dead cat in there? Oh, well, my, my cat, my kitten went missing, so I went to the vet to see whether they'd picked up a, a dead, or, or a cat, or a kitten, one of my, my cats. And they said, well, actually, yeah, we have got a cat, but it's dead. And, of course, they already had it in the freezer, so I had to go and identify the body. And I looked at this cat and thought, yeah, this is my kitten. So I took it home, and, of course, it the weather was really bad, so I couldn't bury it. So I stuck it in the fridge, well, in the freezer, and um, it was in there for a good couple of weeks, really, because I never got around to burying it. And then I found out that it wasn't actually my cat. Oh, my awesome. God. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. That is an you ordeal. Must have, you must have been very close with the cat. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. It's got four legs and a tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. you're not the only one though. Someone texted three three four three. My mum put our dead pets in the freezer, and she would bring them out for a cuddle until she thought that we were ready to bury them. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's yeah, a very no, fine line before they start thawing out, though, isn't it? So you really have to get them. Yeah. Hey, thank I think, you. you know, after a year, it's off. Yeah, yeah definitely. John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. Now, a friend of a friend uh, had to do some community service. And and uh, spent all day painting a fence. And I thought he did a great job, only to find out at the end of the day that he'd painted the wrong house's fence. Oh, oh and so no. does he have to go back and do it again? I don't know what the outcome was. Well, because would he get in trouble for that? Because he's just vandalised someone else's property. <laughs> Unintentionally. He's back at court for graffitiing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, one, one of those little things that happens, I'm sure. Yeah, but you've done community service before, Ben. Yeah, court-appointed community I, yeah, service. I did have to do court-appointed community service. How did that go? Um, it was it was it was it was a humbling experience. For those that don't know, what happened? Oh, well, like, you hey, went we, on a big rampage, didn't you? No, we did a stupid uh, <laughs> stupid TV segment uh, with uh, Sharon's husband. It was all my stupid idea, and uh, we ended up going to the airport and getting some trouble at the airport. And uh, we ended up having to do some uh, community service. You for should it. stipulate because you weren't like trafficking anything. No, no, we're just uh, filming a segment, stupidly dressed up as a pilot. So it was a dumb thing to do. And um, yeah, we got. In, you couldn't say cool. stupid more times than I one sentence. Stupid. It was stupid. Did I say it was stupid? It's funny because I. I remember when it happened. Um, it was the segment wasn't even good. It was no, like the, it was the, they we, filmed like five that day, and all, they were like it was the worst one. We, we probably didn't even get anywhere. It was we like even walked in, had a mild, well, not even a mildly amusing conversation with someone inside the airport. Walked out, thought nothing of it, and then obviously it became it became national news. And, and so, how many hours community service? I had to do eighty hours, and I ended up doing some. I did a few, um, helped out with a few charities with videos. I made some good some videos for the you know their sponsorship and other bits and pieces, and went along for days. But you always give me grief. Well, about you know, the funniest thing was he goes along to some Halberg event, okay, with uh, with children with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So we were filming on that. We made a video for them, yeah. So it was part of the community service. Yeah. But he turns up. No one there knows he's there no, the, for community the, service. The people signing, people have to sign your hours. Well, there's the, one person the organisers. If all the punters are going up to him like, oh, it's so nice of you to turn <laughs> up here and give your time. No. He doesn't tell 
will be doing community service. Like that, but it's a real hard thing to go every time. Go, oh, this is community service. This is community. Service. You're just like, oh, because they try to get you to do. They try to get you to do a community service that you might actually be helpful. Yeah, in. well, that's, and that's what why the judges you guys like. had to do like we filming. Some stuff. made some videos, but it's yeah. actually a quite rewarding thing to do. And you went videos. back there uh, the following year, didn't you? Just off your own bet. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's been back every year since. Yeah, yeah. And that's the type of guy I bet it is. But he'll never post about it because he's not. He doesn't want people to know. I said that. But Turns up at the hospital, <laughs> don't you? I don't Without even having filming share of stuff. No, no, don't put. No. <laughs> You're a good guy, but. He's such a good, nice good guy. guy. He even pays his own airfares down there. Oh, And they're like, the guy turned up oh, once. Hey, stop, and he hasn't stop, stopped coming every stop. year. That's how charitable he is. He really cares about the kids. It went, his charity went beyond the community service. It did. It did. It did. He's a changed man after that. I'll never forget looking at Ben, um, looking, looking at Ben uh, in the dock in court. And it just, it, they looked so scared because. Uh, that was a really, like, yeah, like a sobering experience, that whole thing. Bryce said the most terrifying thing was they were in the cells before waiting to go up to the court and um, a guard walked in with a rubber glove and was like, who's first? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. That, and and uh, they were all like, eh, and they were like, I'm not effing around, who's first? And then uh, Bryce was, and they were like, Ben, it was your idea. Like, <laughs> and so they pushed Ben forward and then the guy just like rips the glove. I was like, nah, just messing with yeah, you guys. Like, but you don't, yeah. Like, <laughs> fair enough. At that stage, you got your buttocks pressed up against the, the bars. <laughs> <laughs> but when they were in court, you just th- could tell they were all terrified at any point. I mean, just a terrifying experience. It really is, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone, that's okay. for sure. Oh, 800 each. Have we got people right now listening to the show on community service? Or home arrest. Yeah, we want to we talk to you. Mm. We've got some questions we want to ask. Okay. okay. Right. Questions that Ben out. can't answer because he was too busy showboating on his community <laughs> oh, service. I wasn't showboating. What if I... was trying to help out some... Anyway. Hey, Alex, you are on community service or you're on it now? I'm on community service at the moment. What yeah. are you doing right now? Um, well, mow lawns and stuff at the school and shit. Hey, uh, Alex, if you could refrain from swearing, that'd be real good. Um, so you're mowing lawns and stuff at a school. What did you do, like, to get on community service? Oh, my neighbour, like, kept stealing my newspaper and stuff, and then I got real drunk one night, so I, like, brown-eyed him, and then we, like, ended up having a fight, and I ended up breaking his, like, window and stuff. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, series of Firstly, who still gets a newspaper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so how many hours community service have you got, Alex? 120. Do you get a cooked breakfast? What's that? Do you get a cooked breakfast? Oh, we might get some cereal every now and then, but oh, stuff all. And lunch? Oh, if we're lucky. And do you have to work with other people who are on community service or on your own? Yep, have to work with other hopeless people as well. Oh, you're not hopeless. No, you're definitely not hopeless. And so are you, are you getting your hours down? Are you kind of enjoying it or are you hating it? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I can't. I can't grow my weed plants anymore. Okay, Alex. <laughs> he's, le- he's learned his lesson. That's the main thing. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Enjoy the lawns. Don't grow weed, kids, or you end no, up mowing the lawns uh, yeah. at your school. Yeah. Andrew's on 0800 the edge right now. Are you on community service, Andrew, or have you been on it? Um, I've been on community service, but I'm currently also on uh, other sentences as well. Oh, well, you got a bracelet on? Yeah, oh. I have. I've got. Got a GPS bracelet on, so basically they know where I am all the time. So are you are you like confined to your house or? No, I'm lucky. I'm on a curfew, so like I can go out, um, pretty much wherever I like. Do you hide the bracelet or do you it. show it? Um, when I first went on it, I tried to hide it a bit, but now I just don't give a shit. Do people notice it? Do you think and, and look at you sideways? 
Um, I've noticed that previously I drowned one when I was walking along the beach one day when I was in shorts. Oh, uh, no. They don't like salt water. Oh, I don't right. Know me. I don't pay for it. And so what happens then? Are they alerted and they come and find you or...? Um, well, they ring you and they basically say, where are you, what are you doing? We've had a, an alert go off on your unit. We need to send the monitoring company out and stuff like that. Oh, well, it's uh, good. You've done your, done your crime, you've done the time, and now you're back out and, and just keep your bloody bracelet out of the sea. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> hey, well, all the best, Andrew. Thank you so much for calling the show. No problem. Thanks. Have a great good day. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Hey, let's talk BYOs, going out for dinner, how to make it real fun. Because everyone knows a good dinner with friends, it's a good time. Now, there's a game that I've been playing since I was about 18, 19. My friends in Wellington and I made it up. We used to go to this amazing restaurant in Wellington called La Casa Pasta. RIP, the greatest Italian restaurant of all time. And it was a date spot where you would go for dates. There would always be heaps of couples there and every Thursday it would be myself and my rowdy group of friends because we loved their chicken fettuccine. Pasta, right. pasta, a difficult food to navigate on a first date too. Oh, yeah. A lot can go wrong with pasta. Right for the lady in the tramp, didn't it? Hey, you did right, Ben. <laughs> you did right, Ben. They made that pasta date work beautifully. <laughs> nice little moment. So we used to play this game, which was always just a quiet game few whispers between us at the start, mm. but by the end of it and a few bottles of wine, it became quite invasive and quite loud. <laughs> when Sharon became drunk and obnoxious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the game was Shouty called Sharon. First Date or Relationship. Right. And you would look at the couples around the restaurant, because you'd be surrounded by them, especially an Italian restaurant, and you'd have to guess whether or not they were in a relationship or if they were um, on the first date. Or having an affair. Or having, well, you we should have added that category in. But you would, you would just look at the body language, you would all have a guess, you'd be like, blah, 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 and then somehow we would find out whether or not, this is usually after a few ones, mm. and you'd turn around and be like, hey, you guys in a relationship? Or are you guys on a first date? And you know she'd yell that across the restaurant as well. So Saturday night, I went out for dinner with three of my friends and I said, do you want to play a fun game? Because at the at the restaurant, in the end, it was just the four of us mm. and on the other side of the restaurant, there's two there's these two people on a date. I said, let's guess, relationship or Tinder date? And I got to the point where even the servers at the restaurant were in on it with us and we were all debating whether or not they were on a Tinder date or if it was a, long, a, a relationship. Now, we came to the theory that it was definitely a date because he was so into what she was saying. Right. And that's how you can tell. Because a relationship, the guy's tuning out, the girl's tuning out, they're checking their phones the whole time. A date, no one's looking at their phone. They are hanging on every single word. And then as the night progressed, they were still there when we were leaving. We said, hey, long-term relationship or date? And they're like, um, we're, we're on a date. We're like, first date. It's just like, well, who is this? Is that the crazy lady from Dancing with the Stars yelling at us? No, and they're like, yeah, first date. And I was like, so we're all like, yeah, 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 told you it was the first date. We're like, extra points. Did you meet on Tinder? They're like, yes. We're like, yes. And like half of us had guessed Tinder. Yeah, It's right. such a fun game to play. So next time you go to a BYO, mm. play the game. First date, relationship, extra points. Did they meet on Tinder? Mm. And you two could be yelling abuse at uh, other patrons at a restaurant. Just my advice is if you guess relationship and they ask why, I never tell them it's because the guy was not listening to a word they were saying. Because I made that mistake <laughs> once. I said, he's been looking out the window every time you've been talking. So, mm. do you know what people in relationships do. Because I saw him checking out the waitress's bottom. <laughs> and, uh, and my advice is if you see Sharon and you're on a date, don't go to that restaurant. Hey! <laughs> I could help your relationship. I could just give you a little a memorable moment 
for your date. All right. Hey! Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The thing is, on the radio show, we always laugh about the things that annoy us about our partners when they're doing, you know, just things that irritate the shit out of you. But I think this afternoon, let's celebrate the adorable things that our partners do for us. Or if you've broken up, a partner used to do for you. We want to hear about it on 0800 The Edge, so text us to 3343. Yeah, but this is double-edged because Sharon is saying this as if it's a lovely, more <laughs> FM-focused phone topic. But hey. I know what you want to do. You want to condescendingly rip everyone out no, at the end of I it. No, I don't. So the reason that we came up with this, though, mm. is because obviously I've talked about it before. I get really bad anxiety, and I've had really bad anxiety for the last couple of weeks, and it's been... What triggers your anxiety? Just lots of di- lots of different things. Being stressed. I get, I get really bad anxiety. Even if I just have one beer, the next day I'll... Just alcohol instantly, the next day will always give me anxiety. Even if I just have one beer, the next day I'll have anxiety, whether I've had one or five. And so I'll, and I'll get it for a couple of days. It's Did really you have, annoying. You had it after the Pink concert, I could tell. Oh, real bad after the day. Pink concert. Yeah, because I had like four or five beers that night. You so said the you next kept going day, out and they kept mysteriously disappearing. The yeah, beers, yeah. yeah, but I, get, I do get really, really bad uh, post-alcohol anxiety, but mm. I just get anxiety in general because I worry about things all the time. I worry about things I shouldn't be worried about. I always take things, like I'll be convinced that people are angry at me when they're not angry at me and then it'll just chew. Like I rang my friend yesterday because like, oh really sorry, I, I told someone a story and I should have checked with you that I told before I told the story and she was like, if I was there I would have told the story, like what are you talking about? But it had torn me up all day. Mm-hmm. But so Bryce has been helping me with my anxiety and we've been doing this uh, meditation app together called Headspace so every night before we go to bed, we meditate together, which sounds really stupid. But when you think sounds, about it... Oh, cute. Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, hey, Bryce, you Aww. tattooed bogan. Oh, cute. And so I thought this afternoon, let's celebrate the nice things that people do for each other. Like, for example, Jono... Oh. I didn't know that he did this until I caught him and he told me what he was doing and I told the girls in the office and they all went, oh, cute. Jono, last year at Christmas time, I caught you in the car park getting changed into a nice suit. What were you doing? Going to court. No, you weren't. <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, listen, I was having a Christmas party for Jen. She's at home, my wife. Yes. And uh, I held her staff Christmas party. Just us two. Secret Santa was a little disappointing. (laughs) Who's this from? He organises like a a Christmas party because she's a stay-at-home mum, and he takes her out for a flash dinner, and he gets her a secret Santa gift. Is it awkward at work the next day when you've you've locked up with (laughs) this? Hey, let's not talk to anyone about this. (laughs) Just keep it quiet for the rest of the work, mates. But it is so cute. Listen, her performance appraisal is actually coming up soon. I love it. I don't should get another year contract uh, the way things are going. Not in this financial club. Well, let's celebrate other people this afternoon. 0800 The Edge, text to 3343. What is your oh, oh, cute, cute moment that you would like to share that your partner would probably hate that you shared? Ben, what? tell us something cute that you do for Amanda. We've heard about Jono, how he holds oh, okay. he holds a Christmas party for uh, for his wife, who's an amazing mum, and also he sprays himself with a cologne, cologne every night. All right, I'll tell you something. Something I do every time we go on a holiday. When we come back, I um, through the computer you can do this through Apple. You, you make a I make a book of the fo- of the holiday with a photo book and get it printed Aww. out. And get, yeah, so every time we go on a holiday, I always make a book. Oh, <laughs> of all the photos from the holiday. And-
and take her to the sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She gets rewarded with a new wig. <laughs> so there you go. There's a little summon. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> there's some personal stuff from me. There's a little take that box today, guys. There you go. There's a little nugget. Well, there are other people that would like to expose their partner. So we have got Kelly on oh, I hundred the edge right tell now. That was a passive-aggressive message for our boss, Ryan. There you go, Ryan. For our next meeting. There you go. Some personal one, stuff there, mate. Geez, uh, Look, people know I'm a human being. <laughs> how much more other shit I can give you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, tell us the cute stuff your partner does. Okay, so my partner, he is really sweet. So apart from being absolutely gorgeous, every day I wake up... To... Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so every day I wake up and my partner has food prepped me my breakfast, <gasps> my lunch, and he comes home and cooks my dinner. Oh, wow. And to make it all better, I have, like, so many food allergies. So he goes out of his way to change his style of cooking. Um, and this is coming from, like, an ex-party guy fully into his gym and stuff. So he makes the time to do that, which is so Aww. sweet. Dude, I want to bloody wrap him up and have a fang. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. He's adorable. Charles wants to nominate himself. Charles, what do you do that's super cute? Uh, some nights I tend to uh, fall asleep on my wife's side of the bed to warm it up for her. Oh, cute. Like a human electric blanket. That's like a... Exactly, mate. It's quite a common thing. Uh, Danielle from Nelson Texas into 3343. She said that she works shift work, and so her husband always puts her pyjamas in the bed with the electric blanket on, so when she gets home, she has warm jammies to put on. Oh, oh cute. cute. And highly flammable. Yeah. Well, they know <laughs> yeah, them. They know that. <laughs> a few yeah. of those pyjamas you get from the warehouse and you can't walk within 20 metres of a fire. Uh, another text at 3343. My partner cleans all the dead bugs off the ceiling in the bathroom without being asked. True love. Oh, oh cute. cute. Kylie, what's the cute stuff your partner's doing? Yes. Oh, my God. So cute. Um, but so he left me two years ago, but he, he is so cute. He left me with two kids, no child support, super adorable. What? Who is hold this? On, hold, hold on. Hold on a second. Casey, get down. Casey, get down. Oh, talking to your dad. Oh, see, oh, look, I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this Ben? Is, is this your baby mama? mama? No, it's not, there's no. Oh. This is Kylie, your ex-girlfriend, Kylie. The one you got your two kids with. <laughs> no, I don't have kids with Kylie. Kylie. Oh, now, now he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> you knew who she was that night in Te Aumudu. I honestly don't know who you are. Kylie, Kylie, oh, did me. he do anything cute for you when you were actually together? Uh, nah. He does, nah. he's quite good he at magic. Held, he, he held my hair back once when I had a vomit. Oh. <laughs> Is that when you were pregnant before he left you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He does, yeah. It, he's quite good at his little magic tricks when he mysteriously disappears the next morning. <laughs> yeah, real good, real good. Wow, okay, Kylie, hey, thank so you so much for calling. You. Always so good to chat. <laughs> yeah. How does she get through all the time? She's I love gonna it. Tra- she's going to track you down, Ben. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.